cleaning up your catalog, keywording, and a Lightroom workflow. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hi, everybody. My name is Jerry. I'm from Wild Eye. And in this episode, Matt is going to talk you through cleaning up your Lightroom catalog, some keywording tips and tricks, as well as a nice Lightroom workflow that he uses. Now, I spoke to Matt briefly yesterday when he, he told me what he's going to do for the podcast. And the first thing when he told me this is I said to him, listen, maybe I should listen to your podcast because my Lightroom, I wouldn't say it's a mess, but I am so far behind. It is frightening. And it gets to a point where it just feels like it's so much you don't even want to go there. So don't be like Jerry, be like Matt and go and check this one out. He will also, like he says in the podcast here, he's also done a blog and a YouTube video on this. So again, I will put Matt's details in the description and the caption of this podcast. So get in touch with him if you have any questions. Hope you guys enjoy this one. Hey everyone, how's it going? I hope you're all well. I hope you had a fantastic new year um, and I hope you've had a good start to this year. And it's about time for New Year's resolutions to start kicking in, right? So yeah, I figured one of mine is uh, Lightroom catalogs and workflows. So let me run a tutorial and sort of describe how I run through my workflow um, in hopes that maybe you can either use it or perhaps pick little pieces out of it to help with your workflow. I've also written a blog and I've done a YouTube video on this as well to help back up what I'm saying here. But I think there'll be a lot of value in this podcast, so give it a listen, and uh, let's see if we can maybe help you out this year in sorting out those thousands and thousands of images sitting on your hard drive, much like mine. So yeah, let's get straight into it. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start from the beginning with the memory card from the camera. So for me personally, I'm going to open up my wildlife catalog, and I'm going to use that as an example today. On my SD card, however, I have a surf shoot. So I went out for a, a surf session. Um, these pictures are fresh, and that's why I decided to use them. Um, I'm going to just download them into my wildlife catalog, and that's just for example um, uh, reasons. So I stick in my SD card, okay, in Lightroom, and automatically my import window pops up. So with importing, okay, if you get the importing right up front, then you've saved yourself a heck of a lot of work down the line. So first things first, you're going to select your source. Fair enough. Okay. Your pictures are going to come up in grid form and you're going to copy the pictures onto your hard drive. Okay. So that's quite straightforward. Uh, you can choose to build your smart previews and not to import um, duplicates, etc. But here's where it really starts. Okay. Here's where the file organizing begins and it's under the file renaming tab in your import window. So when you click the drop down for file renaming, you're going to click yes or tick rename files. Okay. We want to rename all of our files. Okay. They're all selected at the moment. So we want to use this opportunity to start um, keywording and to start organizing. You then see underneath there's a template box. So if you click the template box, you get a whole bunch of options. Okay. What I normally use is custom name dash original file number. And the reason I use that is because I can choose the custom name to be that particular shoot. So for example, this was a surf shoot done um, at Salt Rock Main Beach. Okay, and so what 
I'm going to do is type in the custom text box below salt rock main. I'm then going to use the month that we shot in, which is Jan, okay, and the year, 22. So now, if you'll see underneath, at the bottom of that little drop-down, you'll see there's a sample, and you'll see that it's got salt rock main dash the original file number of 5429, whatever it might be, dot raw. Okay, so your raw files are all going to be renamed to that. So already, okay, as we click the import box and it starts going onto our hard drive, you can see it's starting to download now. So every single one of those raw files will have the original raw file number plus the brand new name that you've given it, okay? Now, already we are on a winning wicket because, you know, that alone, if you go into your finder or into your files and you look for where your raw files are stored, you'll see that every single one of them have now got their own custom name with a date um, attached to it. So already we're looking good. Brilliant. So in the library module in Lightroom, once we've uh, opened that back up again, we can go to the folder where we've just imported. Obviously, the beauty of Lightroom, as we probably know by now, is that when Lightroom imports, it imports year, month, and day, and it breaks it all down into folders for you. So in your folders section, my next step is to go to the very folder that we have just downloaded, um, uh, sorry, imported. In that folder, by the way, as a way of checking, you can click on your picture, and if you look at the bottom near your thumb strip, you can see that the files are now renamed, um, which is brilliant. So I right-click on that folder, so I'll go day, I normally work day by day, but I'll right-click on that folder, and the very first thing that I do is I add a color label to the folder, and that color is red. Okay, so let me quickly explain what the colors of these different folders are. When I choose a color for a folder to be red, what that means is that this is a brand new import, okay, nothing has been done. There's very little to no keywording, there's no editing, and I haven't deleted any photographs as of yet. Okay, so it's very, very raw in its state, and it needs sorting out. So that's why I mark it red from the get-go. Then once I've done that, I go into, the, like I'm in the folder, I can see all my photographs now up on the grid display. I have a very quick run-through, and I begin a quick keywording process, okay? So, and rating process as well. So what I'll do is I'll go through and I'll look, and in this particular case, I can see a surfer here by the name of Joel, a youngster, up-and-comer um, from the Salt Rock area, and I can see like six pictures here where he's on a wave, okay? I don't know whether that's a good picture or not, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to select those six pictures, okay, in the library module still, and then on the right-hand side, um, under the histogram, I'm going to scroll down to where it says keyword tags, okay, or keywording, and in that box, I'm going to click there, and I'm going to type salt rock main and i'm going to use comma to separate the keywords and i'm going to type joel cool enter so now those six images that i've got are um keyworded okay so if i were to go back to my library folder and click on all photographs now in my catalog i've got twenty-five thousand photographs here if i click on all photographs all my twenty-five thousand photographs come up let's say for example now that joel gets hold of me and says, hey, Matt, do you have a picture of me surfing um, at Salt Rock Main Beach? Um, I'll be like, yeah, not a problem at all. So I can click on all photographs, all 25,000. Now, had we had not done this, you'd probably have to try and remember the day, the time, to find the folder, etc. Okay. And you, what you can then do is click on all photographs. You go to text search. Well, under, so under library filter on the top, you can go to text search. You can click on the text section and go to keywords and type in Joel and 
as you push enter, all of your Joel pictures will come up, which is brilliant. You could also then type in Salt Rock Main Beach if you wanted a bit more of a general, you know, a shoot of that whole day. Um, you can do that as well. So this is why I find keywording so very important, and that's why I do it in bulk up front. Just so much quicker and so much easier to do. I also then take it one step further. Because I've marked that folder red um, under the library section where that folder is for that day, what I then do is I also right-click and I go rename. So I also rename that folder. I leave the date exactly as, as is. I push spacebar and I type Salt Rock Main Beach. Okay, so, and then push enter. When I look at my library module now, now under my folders, I can see the date of the shoot. I can see what, where I was, the location or the shoot. So for example, if it was a wedding, we can say it was, um, you know, Dave and Jenny's wedding, for example. And so you know exactly what the shoot is. You then open that folder, you, each file will then read Dave and Jenny's wedding dot, you know, the original file number, etc. Can you see how this is all starting to form together? Like how it all starts to correlate, how things speak to each other. So your folders are named with the shoot and date. Your files are named with the shoot and date and original file number. And you've keyworded certain things so you can have a specific search. So go through the whole folder and do all of this. Even if it's rubbish pictures, try and keyword things that you think might be used later. You can also use your number buttons at this stage as well. So if you think you can see a picture that's standing out, use numbers one to five to rate it, one star to five star. And you can decide you know, what fits where and how you want to use that. I know some people use one star for like social media, three stars for uh, website and five stars for print, for example. Some people just use the rating system as, okay, one star is a really bad photograph, but I want to try and save it. Three stars, mediocre, mediocre, and a five star is amazing. Okay, so it's up to you how you do that. So you can run through and you can quickly star and you can quickly keyword your images. Once you've then done that, you can kind of like walk away. You've done so much organizing now. Even if you keep the rubbish photographs on your computer, we've now just upped our game even further. You've got your back end is now sorted in terms of your, your actual raw file naming. You've got your, your catalog is looking amazing because you've got colors now. You know exactly where you are, etc. And you've now just finished keywording and you've just finished starring your pictures. So you've gone through and you've done that. So what I suggest you do now is leave it in red, okay? Because the next color that we're gonna be using, we're trying to aim toward is yellow. So yellow means that you've keyworded and you have, um, you know, you've, you've starred, you've keyworded and you've deleted the rubbish, okay? The green then means that you've edited and backed up. Okay, so does that make sense? So now what you're going to do is you're going to click into that folder and we're going to go into the photographs and we're going to now choose which photographs must go and which must stay. So a very quick and easy way that I do this is I click on the very first image in that folder and I push the shift, uh, sorry, the caps lock button or the shift lock button. I think it might be called in Mac. I forget the name of it. So basically your caps lock button, when you push it in, the little green light comes on. So click that on. And the reason that you want to do that is because then every time you push a letter on your keyboard, which I'll explain in a second, the selector will move to the next picture automatically. So you don't have to keep clicking on the next picture and you don't have to keep using your directional arrows. So for example, I push shift, or sorry, caps lock. Okay. And I'm going to use the letter X on my keyboard. So if there's an image that I don't want, 
if I want to reject it, I hit X. And because I've got Shift on, it'll jump over to the next picture. So an even better way of doing this is you put your caps lock on, you push F, okay, to open it up onto a full screen so you can see the full image, which gives you a much better idea of what you're working with. And then you can use the letters X to reject that picture or to delete it. It won't delete it, don't worry, it'll just flag it for now. And you can use the either the directional arrows to move to the next picture, or you can hit the letter U for unflag, in other words, keep. Okay, so unflag and then X flag. Um, you can also in this at this point use your numbering as well. So if you feel that there's a really good picture and you want to hit five star, you hit the number five, and because you've got your caps lock on, it'll automatically jump to the next picture. And so you carry on, and you go through the whole lot. Once you get to the end, you can push F to get out of full screen, and you go back through your um, library, uh, your, gal your gallery, and you'll see a whole bunch of grayed out pictures. Those are your X pic pictures, your rejected pictures. Okay, then you'll see a whole lot of stars, and you'll see pictures that have got nothing on them, which is fine. So you've gone through that whole folder now. The next step is to delete the ones that you don't want. Okay, so now to do this, you go onto library. Um, on your library module, you go down to library filter, which is just below the menu, and you click on attribute. Now on attribute, you'll see um, flags and stars and ratings. And so you can literally choose which colors you want to bring up, which stars you want to bring up, um, greater than, less than, etc., etc. But the one we're going to focus on are the three flags. Now the flag on the far right, if you look very carefully, has got this kind of little cross on the top left. It's actually quite difficult to see. But if you select that flag, whilst you have your folder selected, then all of your rejected files that you X'd in that folder will come up. So you hit that flag and you see all the X's come up. Now what I quickly suggest you do is scroll through to make sure that they are all the X'd um, pictures. Okay, make sure that you haven't accidentally you know, extra picture that you'd maybe like or that you have put in a star rating by mistake because what we're going to do now is select all of those pictures. Okay, so control A for me or command A for me and it selects all of the pictures. I right click, I go down to remove photographs and for me personally, I delete from disk. Now, it gives you the option to also um, delete from Lightroom. The problem that I have with that is that it doesn't delete it off the hard drive. So you still end up with massive amounts of storage issues. And also, if you were to ever take those raw files and re-import them into another catalog for whatever reason, all of your hard work that you're doing now and deleting these images is just going to reappear again and you're going to have to do it again. So for me personally, I feel quite comfortable in deleting them off the hard disk because I've double-checked that I haven't got any good pictures in there. So I delete off the hard disk. You can then also remember that you've got your SD card as a backup because you copied the pictures over. So you can always just hang on to that for a little while and make sure that you haven't deleted anything. So that's why I do that. Cool. So if I go back to the library filter and I uncheck that crossed flag to get no filter. So basically there's no filters on any of my images. What should happen is that you get a big gallery of brilliant pictures that you're ready to edit now. And you've got starred images and you've got... Um, rated images and etc keyworded images uh, you can always go back and restar them re-keyword them that's completely up to you but your gallery has now been okayed you change it over to orange and you then go through your gallery and you can edit these pictures once you've edited them for me personally what i then do is i export those to smug mug where they are safe and i back that up to smug mug source 
So I'm not backing up 300 images from that surf shoot. I'm backing up, let's say, six images. You know what I mean? So these are the raw files being backed up plus the edits. And instead of 300, I've now got, let's say, 12 because each one's got an edit. So that's why there's so much, um, there's, there's so much less that you have to store. Plus all of those images are keyworded. It's very good, by the way, just as another additional um, benefit. Because you've keyworded and named those images in a certain way, if they go into a website or um, you know, if, you, if you use them on, on, on a Google search, they'll, they'll rank higher because of the alt text that comes with them, just as an FYI. So that's also really rad. That's a very cool perk to that. Um, yeah, then you can pop that, you right-click on that folder, change it to green, and you've got that all sorted. Then what I suggest you do is, as you close your Lightroom catalog, remember to back it up, um, probably back up. You can probably back up every time you do this. It's up to you on how you run that backup. But what I suggest is um, perhaps once a week, maybe, just so that all of these edits that you've done are saved. And then you back up your catalog, of course, as well. So that's my workflow in a nutshell. Um, it's I ran through it a bit quick. So like I say, I've got a blog and a YouTube video on this. Um, you know, using this method just the other day at the end of last year, I, I committed to about half an hour to an hour every day of doing this kind of cataloging and keywording. And I managed to delete 16, just over 16,000 or 16,200 images, uh, from my catalog that I didn't need and were taking up storage space. Um, that was about seven, roughly seven days at about half an hour to an hour a day. It is unbelievable what you can get through using this process. And uh, I must be honest, uh, you know, I have a moment every now and then when I look at my catalog and I'm very proud of my colors, of my organizing and the fact that everything's backed up to a cloud. It just, it just takes this massive weight off of your shoulders. The other benefit of this system is that you don't have to do everything then and then. You know, so for example, if you get back from a game drive in the Mara, you get back from a game drive, you've had a long morning, you do this massive download and now you've got this heavy heart thinking that you've got to quickly delete images and sort your files out um, you know, before the next drive and there's this like heavy pressure. I mean, you don't have to do that. You, you, it'll take five to 10 minutes to quickly run through an import, keyword what you can, and then read, mark it red, rename that file, and you're done. Okay? You can then go out for your next shoot. And you don't have to, you can come back to it at any point. You know, you've marked your folders and colors. You know where you're at in terms of your workflow. You know where you need to catch up. You can see which folders, you know, need to be edited. And that's actually quite a lot of fun because you get to revisit those folders at a different point. So it's, it takes a massive amount of pressure off your workflow. And it's also a definite, straightforward, easy way to go forward. So I really hope that this helps. I really hope that there's something in this that you can take away. Um, Please feel free to drop me a message if you have any questions, if you'd like to know more. Um, have a look at my YouTube video, have a look at my blog, and yeah, I uh, wish you a very easygoing 2022, and I uh, hope that you have a much neater and smaller catalog. Cheers, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and all the best. Mm.